as 2019 rolled around, um, our church always prays for God to give us the direction, or at the end of 2018, that we'll have direction for 2019. And the word restoration is what came to our pastor's heart and mind and spirit. And a few days later, as we're getting on Facebook and looking, so many people posted the word restoration. It was We were just amazed at, at how God works. And even though those pastors weren't talking to each other about this, God was talking to them about restoration. And um, we're going to get back to shine right quick. I got a little testimony. Um, in thinking about restoration, um, I think about restoring old houses, old furniture, <laughs> making it beautiful and shining again. I love that stuff. And um, I was on a trip. I had my little caboodle, whatever you call it. All my stuff was thrown down in one square caboodle. I'm not very organized. So <laughs> toothbrush did have a cap over it. It was down in there. Razor was in there, deodorant was in there, everything was in there together. Perfume, it was all in there together. So I'm in a hurry, they're waiting for me. I gotta hurry up and get dressed. Reach in with this hand and grab my tube of toothpaste and I reach in with this hand and grab my toothbrush and I'm looking in the mirror at my hair trying to make sure it's okay while I'm about to put the toothpaste on the toothbrush and I look down and it's a razor. <laughs> I almost put the toothpaste on the razor. Thank God I didn't put it in my mouth. <clears throat> immediately I'm not one that always has visions and dreams and all this but God has to talk to me in a simple way immediately it came to my mind and I know it was God you're ready to do a little brushing up but I'm ready to do some cutting away and I thought, oh I don't like cutting away <laughs> that hurts that's hard and 2019 is supposed to be about restoration, not cutting away. And then my mind goes to remodeling. When you get ready to make something beautiful and shiny again, you got to take some old things out. You got to cut away some old things. So I'm thankful that God spoke to me in such a simple way that got my attention. So today, we may do a little more than just brushing up. There might be a little bit of cutting away, but we're going to leave here shining with the glory of God, and I'm looking forward to what our speaker has to tell us today. I know it was orchestrated by God. Um, Sister McCall, she's going to give us our goals and give us some information. I love this lady. She works harder than anybody I know. I'm thankful for her. I don't know how we got together then because I don't know that everything even makes it in my caboodle. <laughs> I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> but I got a kit and caboodle and a purse besides and, every, and everything's everywhere. But anyway, we are so thankful. Uh, you know, I read my verse of the day every morning because I'm, oh, here's my word, here's my word, here's my word. And it, sometimes it's the, the perfect thing. Oh, oh, you can feel all relaxed again because the Lord's in control. But this morning, I had such expectation, such, I don't know, belief that faith, high faith, and I could just feel it in the atmosphere. When I read it, I was almost let down. I was like, what? Because it was... 
where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I'll be. And I thought, two or three hundred? Come on, I knew today was going to be exciting. I had already been seeing folks share things on Facebook, and what time does it start, and is there going to be shopping? And Two or three. But you know what? Then, like the Lord does, I was like, he just promised that he's coming. It's not that sister so-and-so's going to be there. It's not that there's going to be shopping in the back. It's not that we're in a good location of Jonesboro. He just promised that he would be here. Shout now. Yes. Aren't you glad that we can read the simple things? That the Lord says to us, if I could get the gals that's going to help with the offering and the handouts while I'm talking, she gets me up here because I can talk as fast as lightning, and we'll get this out of the way. <clears throat> oh, there we go. The handout is just simply a sheet of paper that's probably been around close to 20 years. So these are 20 years. My, husband, my son said, Mom, you're a veteran at ladies' ministry. I was like, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. But anyway, this sheet of paper has been around a long time. It's things that I know is tried and true. I've seen it over and over again. And now these young folks are coming up, and they're selling essential oils and everything else that's coming out and that's brand new. And so eventually we'll start adding some new things. But this is just something that if anybody, anybody wanted to give $100 and be a diamond to Mother's Memorial, this is something anybody could do. If you'll bow your head and pray, we're going to go ahead and take up the offering while I talk. In Jesus' name, Lord, we know that you're here. You promised you would be here. And we thank you for two or three hundred. And we are so thankful that you said you would be with us today. We ask you to help every word that comes out of our mouth to be inspiring and to help us commit to your will and what you want for this year. Lord, bless this money that we give to Mother's Memorial. In Jesus' name, Everybody say amen. amen. Yes. Say again. <coughs> oh, <laughs> I, I got a segue. That'll work. Uh, all right. So there she's going to hand all that out. And like I said, it's things that anybody can do. I like to mention one. It's my favorite. We have, And she's here today. Her name is Polly. And my other friend that took Polly's testimony and did it, she's not here, but she does it every year. And that is the change jar in her home. And Sister Polly, back when we first talked about $100 to Mother's Memorial, I'm talking back in our veteran days. You know, uh, we had that little jar. We didn't know how in the world the Lord was going to do it. At the time, her husband didn't really understand Mother's Memorial, didn't understand tithes, didn't understand why she even wanted to give. But she put that on her top of her dryer, and every time she got change out of his pockets, she'd put it in there. And, and you, you got to thinking, well, Lord, you know, a little, you know, it takes me a while to gather up two or three dollars of change. But he started blessing, and he started blessing, and he started blessing. And her husband kind of figured out what was going on, and he started leaving a little more in there. And before long, she had her $100 for Mother's Moral in the laundry change. You can do it. You can. That's a simple, old-fashioned way, but you can do it. If you commit to the Lord, you can do it. So there's a whole bunch of ideas. If you have more ideas, share them to our Facebook page. We'd love to get the word out. It's great.
Now, we've got a little video that, you know, when I go through all those things that's on the other side, all those things that Mother's Memorial gives to, if you'll just take a second and watch this, this kind of puts a visual to what we say when we're talking about what all Mother's Memorial gives to. All right. And I always like to mention that I have touched a refrigerator overseas that was purchased by Usins. <laughs> we did that. And it's so exciting when you can see what your money does, where it's going, what it's doing. And if you visit the UPCI Ladies Ministry, their website, their Facebook page, you'll, you'll be able to see for yourself all the different things it can do. Also, if you go through and read every little section of what Mother's Memorial gives to, you can find somebody you know represented there. Like my husband at Urshan College in Urshan Graduate School. And then we've got Sister Anita here. Her sister works at Tupelo Children's Mansion. And so start finding that personal connection that you know somebody that this ministry benefits. And then, of course, think about all the things that we don't know. And isn't that so much fun? All the miracles. You know, he painted the morning sky with miracles in mind. And we sometimes won't know the end of the story, but it's amazing. So a couple of things here. Um, I'm one of those folks that I can't help it, but I got to laugh every now and again. <laughs> I'm a nurse, and I shake hands with death every now and again. And I'm a pastor's wife, and I see what sin and death can do. And every once in a while, I have to say, no, wait a minute. You said laughter is good like a medicine, and I need a triple dose. <laughs> I need a, not just the double dose antibiotic. I want the one that's got three things mixed into one that's going to make me better. You know, give me the shot if you have to. I want to feel better. <laughs> so today, I want you to take a minute and laugh with me. And, you know, it's scientifically proven that if you fake laugh, you feel better. So let's go ahead. <laughs> Come on, I don't hear anything infectious yet. <laughs> there we go. That's sounding better. Because you see our speaker that's here today, when we first asked her to come, I was wanting to fix us up a little fancy brochure and say, hey, y'all, come out and be a part. And so she started sending me pictures, and the one she sent me was always with her in sunglasses. <laughs> and I thought, well, you know, that's not a really professional picture. But then <laughs> the more I looked at it, the more I thought, but that's her. And, and that's how she is. And we're talking about shine, and she's just ahead of the game. So I thought, hey, that's exactly what we need. And so then she started sending me more professional. I was like, no, no, no. I like the first one. That's what we want to go with. It is great because sunglasses remind us that something's really bright out there, that our eyes need a little protection. You know what? I want us this year to be so bright and full of the Holy Ghost and shining so much for him that folks around us is like, uh, I either got to get as bright as her or I got to put some sunglasses on, one or the other. Oh, yeah. 
So whenever you take these cards, you'll be getting them from your ladies person, your, your director, your auxiliary leader, whatever you call her. And you fill that out. Make sure you do get your name on there and how much you're going to give. Because all of those that give $100 or more, when you turn your name in to your ladies director at your local church, they'll forward them on to us and we'll forward them on to the district. And that's how that diamond wall gets created. So that's how your name gets on there. So take a time and fill those out. But here's my jokes. Y'all ready? One more big belly laugh. <laughs> All right, here we go. A policeman in a big city, he stops a man in a car. And the man has a monkey in the front seat. What are you doing with that monkey, he exclaimed. You should take it to the zoo. The following week, the same policeman sees the same man with the same monkey again in the front seat. Both of them were wearing sunglasses. The policeman pulls him over and says, I thought you were going to take that monkey to the zoo. The man replied, I did. And we had such a good time that we're going to the beach this weekend. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> I love that. Now, that was looking on Google for a sunglasses joke, but let me bring it home to you. <laughs> Sister Sandra Bowie, that's in our local Section 5, she put on Facebook, and I got a belly laugh out of this one. She said, so, in my old age, I've had to start wearing reading glasses. Yesterday, I was in my office, I put my glasses on and started working. I was having a really hard time reading anything and was about to have a breakdown because my sight was getting so bad. I took my glasses off to clean them and realized I had put on my sunglasses. <laughs> and then I thought, no, 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 wait a minute, sister. You're just so bright after all those years of giving to Mother's Memorial, you needed some shades. That's it, that's for sure. So when you see Sister Bowie, you just tell her, you're just so bright after all those years of giving, you just needed shades, that's all it is. But that lets us know, when we wear sunglasses, that something is bright and shiny. And I wanted to just kind of bring our minds to this quote that says, we are told, it's Dwight L. Moody, we are told to let our light shine and if it does, we won't need to tell anybody it does. Lighthouses don't fire cannons to call attentions to themselves. They just shine. And that's all we're called to do. Sometimes the world has problems that I don't know how to figure out. The world has stuff going on that I don't know that I can have much control over. But you know what I can do? I can shine. I can give to Mother's Memorial. I can help the light go across the whole world. And our speaker today is more than capable. If you have a question about how to shine, that can be answered today. Sister Karanda Adams is the perfect speaker for this day. When Sister Stokes said, how about her? I was like, oh, yes, perfect. And she told me today, she said, you know, we were getting a little nervous. I thought I was going to have to talk the whole time like I couldn't do that. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, she was running in here just a little late, kind of like me. And her reason was, she said, sometimes you just have to go for a walk and get some fresh air. 
Now tell me that's not somebody that we need to hear from. Me, I needed a little extra Chick-fil-A. <laughs> a little bit of that sweet tea to get, and yes, Weight Watchers is working. I'm down 15 pounds, but I'm still working on being better. And sometimes you need a little sweet tea in your life. But we do live in a dark world, very dark. And the abortion thing, ow, how could you even tell a joke almost, you know? But we can shine through Mother's Memorial the gospel to whosoever will. And let's go back to the word, our theme scripture, Isaiah 60 and 1. If you gals want to be coming on up here, I'm ready. It says, Arise, shine, for light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises on you. That's verse 1. But let's read verse 2. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. That's why we can laugh. That's why we can have joy that's unspeakable. That's why we can have peace that passes all understanding. It's not anything I do to get my light shining. It's his glory that appears over me. Praise God. You may be seated. It is always a huge honor and responsibility to be asked to say something. And I appreciate um, being asked to say something from my heart today. I appreciate the leadership that we have in our ladies' ministry across Arkansas. We are blessed to have ladies who are not only capable, but they are spirit-led. And if you have one without the other, it's, it's, uh, it's not great. So I'm thankful for our leadership. Well, how many of you did not change clothes a second time after you put your first outfit on today? Raise your hand if you put on one outfit and left it on. Oh, that's awesome. I just wanted to know how stable of a crowd I was in today. <laughs> I changed shoes four times. <laughs> black every time and finally zeroed in the th on the fact that these shoes have sparkly things on them and so I thought those were the most appropriate and I praised God for the confirmation of the right shoes. <laughs> um, praise God, there's a special presence of the Lord here right now. I don't want to just rush into my agenda because one of the rhymes that the Lord gave me was lining out God confines the shine. Because 
when I began to study, I initially started to come up with an acronym with, for the word shine, which means you come up for a, with a word for each letter of the word shine. And so I sat down with sophisticated glasses on and my shoulders straight, ready to write a profound acronym for the word shine to begin with. And all that came was sharing hash browns is not easy. (laughs) And so I bowed my head and prayed a little further. And the next one that came was save humpback whales in Norway electronically. And it just kept getting better because then it, the next one was shimmering hills initiate neck embraces. <laughs> so after that, I just took off the glasses and decided that an acronym was not apparently the direction God wanted me to go. And uh, I ended up with that small rhyme, outlining God confines the shine. You try to fit him to your outline, and the shine is reduced. It's, it's narrowed down. So uh, let's, just, let's just pray one more time. I, I want to be sensitive about moving too fast in a fast-paced world. It's really easy to just move a little too fast sometimes. If you're here today and you really desperately need something to click on for you, you need a light to come on today, I want you to just really express to the Lord right now um, what it is that's bothering you, that's inhibiting you from being able to shine the way that God has intended. It may be health, it may be finances, it may be a person that you're having trouble with maybe a child. Well, could we all just bow our heads just for a minute? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He just heard your cry. Praise God. I want to start out today with using the cat in the hat to help illustrate just an excerpt. Just an excerpt from this book. Is this okay? Do you all believe that God created Theodore Seuss Geisel? I find the word says every good gift 
cometh from above. So if he was able to write children's stories and convey a message and help children learn to read in a fun way, I believe that uh, he was created in God's image, right? So that makes it okay for me to use it here today, right? If you are okay with me using this book, just thumbs up in front of your chest, okay? Okay, good. It's a majority rule. I want to help illustrate those first three scriptures in Isaiah 60, 1 through 3, that have partially already been quoted, verse 1 and part of 2. And I find it intriguing that sandwiched between him telling us in Isaiah that he wants us to shine. And then right in between it, one and three, he says, darkness is going to come on the earth. And gross darkness, gross, he got more intense there, gross darkness is going to be on the peoples. And of course, the word peoples is fun too, right? Peoples. But then again, he reiterates what he said to begin with. But I want you to arise and shine, and my glory is going to be on you. So he cushioned both sides of that darkness with the fact that he wants light. And so I want to just read a little bit of this to you today. And it starts out with uh, these two children in the looking out the window. The sun did not shine. It was too wet to play. So we sat in the house all that cold, cold, wet day. I sat there with Sally, we sat there, we too, and I said, how I wish I had something to do. Too wet to go outside and too cold to play ball. So we sat in the house and we did nothing at all. And I just want to tell you that there are times in your life where it is super easy to sit at the window and stare at the darkness outside of into the world and say, we can't do anything. The sun isn't shining and it's dark and there's nothing for us to do. And that is a lie. It is a trick. They sat there and they said, we can just sit, 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 sit. And we did not like it, not one bit. So I want you to say with me, sit, 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 sit. It is so easy to look outside and see what's happening in the government, see what's happening in political views and lawmaking. God has never depended on the government to make sure that his kingdom got its job done. So these children got so 
distracted by what was going on outside that they thought they had nothing to do. Bump. And then something went bump. Have you ever had something go bump? And how that bump made us jump. And sometimes we do have bumps and they make us jump. And the coolest thing about that is God uses those moments. When we jump, we become awakened and we were bumped and we're shaken. And he uses that to get our attention a lot of times. So the bump made them jump. And we look, oh, yeah, and I was going to tell, even though I was a little unstable in my shoe selection this morning, last night before I went to bed, I've, I've used essential oils for 23 years, but last night I, I took my little oil bottle, and I, I do this all the time. I, I tip up the bottle and just touch my chest, and a little bit, you know, comes out. I rub it in. Well, last night, this has never happened before. I tipped the little bottle up, and when I did, it just ran down my chest, and it's eucalyptus oil. And so I have had a burning in my heart all night long. So even though my shoe decisions were a little unstable, I feel that I was anointed greatly last night, even before I slept. Praise God. <laughs> So we looked and then we saw him step on the mat. We looked and we saw him, the cat in the hat. And he said to us, why do you sit there like that? Can you hear Jesus through Dr. Seuss? I know it is wet and I know the sun is not sunny, but we can have lots of good fun that is funny. And God is telling someone here today, he saw and he heard what you said just a minute ago. And he realizes that you are tired of being distracted by what's outside the window. He knows that you are tired of the darkness inhibiting you and making you And he has come today to tell you that he has more for you. He has some fun that is funny in spite of what's going on in the oney, oney, oney. Okay. I know some good games we could play, said the cat. I know some new tricks. God said in Isaiah 43 and 19, behold, I will do a new thing now it shall spring forth shall ye not know it I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert but the enemy would like for you to sit in your chair and look out the window he would like for you to become fixed on the news broadcast and he would like for you to listen to the news four and five times a day and be so distracted by darkness that you walk around saying my god i don't know what the church is coming to 
Did you know that opposites are one of the most amazing things in life? Because if you had never felt or seen darkness, and you had just lived in light your entire existence, you would have no idea how wonderful light is. That's right. Because without the darkness, the light is not defined. Oh, God, what is this age coming to? Lord, have mercy, have mercy. What's going to happen to us all? And he says to you today, I'm going to do a new thing. Come on. I said, I'm going to do a new thing. A lot of good tricks. I will show them to you. Your mother will not mind at all if I do. Then Sally and I did not know what to say. Our mother was out of the house for the day. But our fish said, no, no. Make that cat go away. Tell that cat in the hat you do not want to play. He should not be here. He should not be about. He should not be here when your mother is out. No, no. The fish said, Can you parallel this to life? Because there is always going to be a fish. And when you decide to step out and you decide to not sit, when you decide not to sit, 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 there's going to be somebody in their bowl of life real content in their water. And when they see you starting to get up, And to look toward a new trick or a new goal or a new vision, they're going to say, no, 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 no. Tell that vision to go, go, go. Because you have no, no, no business getting up out of your seat and learning something new and a new way and something beautiful and bright. So much of the time it comes in a cutting away of ourselves. And people don't like it when you cut away off of yourself, when you let the Lord trim you up in places because they're used to the old you. They don't want you to shave anything off. It's kind of like me, you know. I need to lose 35 pounds And so anybody that I see that gains weight, I'm like, yes. (laughs) Just hug them a little extra, you know? Sister, you look amazing. (laughs) Because we like to be comfortable. Because when I get around people that are losing weight, I realize I need to shave some things off too. but they don't like the pressure. See, that puts pressure on people. When you decide to get up out of your seat and you decide to quit looking out the window with them and staring at the darkness and saying, I can't do anything. And you begin to say, I can. I can do all things through Christ. I can. 
I can shine. People that are content in their jar, just swimming around in that little bitty bowl all day long, they're going to say, no, sit down. There's always going to be that. Now, here he comes to tell them, now, now, have no fear, have no fear. Where did Dr. Seuss come up with this stuff? The word of God. I'm not saying he sat down at the Bible. I'm just saying that this is, this is Bible. Two little kids are looking out the window. It's raining. It's cold. They can't find anything to do. And somebody shows up and says, hello, I've got something new for you to do. And the fish says, no, no, no. And the cat in hat says, don't fear. Have no fear, said the cat. My tricks are not bad. Why, we can have lots of good fun if you wish with a game that I call Up, Up, Up with the Fish. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> you get fixed on Jesus Christ. Fix your eyes on Jesus Christ and watch him take the fish in your life and say, Up, Up, Up and Out. Up, Up, Up and Out. I'm going to tell you what, you get engaged, body, soul, mind, and strength, and those fish, the Lord will just up, up, and away. Put me down, said the fish. This is no fun at all. Put me down, said the fish. I do not wish to fall. Have no fear, said the cat. I will not let you fall. I will hold you up high as I stand on the ball with a book in one hand and a cup on my hat. But that is not all. So the cat in the hat comes and he has a fish bowl and he's holding it up high and he's standing on a ball and he's got a book in his hand and he's got a cup on his hat. Does this remind you of Jesus? Because Jesus turns water into wine. Because Jesus takes things that are broken and he makes them whole. Jesus takes people that are blind spiritually and they all of a sudden start seeing. This is like Jesus. He can do so many things. So why are you sitting there? Why are you sitting there looking out the window at the darkness? When Jesus is saying, I want to do something new. I want to show you the tricks. Woohoo. And he says this, and I love this, and I hope you leave with this statement today. But that is not all I can do. I know you've seen some beautiful things in your life. If we opened this up, for you to testify, I can't imagine the things you could tell us that God has brought you through. But can I tell you today, in the power of the Holy Ghost, that is not all. That is not all.
page. One more page. Look at me. Look at me now, said the cat with a cup and a cake on the top of my hat. I can hold up two books. I can hold up the fish and a little toy ship and some milk on a dish. And look, I can hop up and down on the ball. But that, come on, but that is not all. Look at me now, said the Lord. Look at me. Come on, guys. Look at me, said the Lord. Why are you sitting there? Look at me in all of my glory. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me with a cup and a cake on the top of my hat. I can hold up two books. I can hold up the fish and a little toy ship and some milk in addition. Look, I can hop up and down on the ball. And he said, cast your cares on me and let me take all this mess from you and show you the new tricks. Oh, that's it. Come on, longer than 20 seconds. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you, Lord. You know that it's dark, but you know that you can shine anyway. So the next question is what Sister McCall mentioned. How? How do I shine? And this is the answer. In Isaiah chapter 58, just a couple of chapters before Isaiah 60 and the verses about shine, it's dark, but shine, my glory is going to be on you. It tells us how to do this. And I'm going to let you read that on your own for detail. I'm just going to give you the nutshell of Isaiah chapter 58 because this is the answer. Because it'll tell you twice in there, this is how your light is going to break forth. Okay? So this is it summarized. They say, Lord, we've been fasting. We've, we've put on our black We've put on our ashes and our sackcloth. We've worshiped. We've studied. And we still can't find you. Where are you, Lord? And he comes and says, oh, the fast that you're doing, you know, leaving off your, staying off your Facebook for a few days, I've done that too. It's good for us. It shaves, shaves off, okay? But he says, that's not the fast I'm asking of you. He says, this is the fast that I'm asking of you. That you would feed the hungry. That you'll clothe those who are <laughs> shivering that you'll bring the homeless into your house and feed them. And when you do that, your light is going to break forth. And then he goes on and he says, quit pointing fingers at people. Quit gossiping. Honor the Sabbath day. This is the fast I'm chosen, choosing for you. And when you do this fast, 
This is the kind of fast that is going to break the chains. This is the fast where the, the oppressed are going to go free. This is where your light is going to break forth if you will clothe those who are shivering. You know what this, this chapter is all about? This chapter is all about you dying out to your flesh. This chapter is all about you putting someone else before yourself. This is about you buying someone else a new pair of shoes instead of your fourth pair. Isaiah chapter 58 is the answer to how you're going to shine. You want to be healthier? You want your blood pressure to go down? Now, I'm, I, I'm not saying, I'm not talking about the places. Sometimes God takes us through trials in our health that, that are his will. We know that sometimes we go through trials and tribulations and it's his will. I'm not talking about those times. I'm talking about all the other stuff we're dealing with that is not God's will. You want to feel better? You want your heaviness? You want your, joy, your heaviness to leave and your joy to come back? Here's the answer. The fast I've chosen is for you to deny yourself and for you to get your eyes fixed on me and get out there and get to touching somebody that needs a spiritual renovation. The biggest trick of the enemy is to get you so focused on yourself that you cannot see Jesus or your neighbor. When we know the first two commandments, the whole, the whole thing that this whole thing is hinging on is that you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second one is that you love your neighbor as yourself. That has nothing to do with self-gratification. In a day when self is being so emphasized, go take care of yourself. Go get you. Now, this isn't anything about getting your nails done. I get mine done too sometimes. I get massages too. But go get your nails done. Go get your back rubbed. Go get your hair fixed. Go buy you a new dress. Go buy, da, 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 da. you, you better not get out today. You better, you better make sure that, that, that you take care of you. And to invert yourself is a trick. It is a trick because when you get focused on yourself, making sure that you're okay, that's not, that's not what this chapter is about. This chapter is about you taking care of all these other things. And then you know what he says? When you do this fast, when you begin fasting from your flesh and putting other people before yourself, this is the word of God. Your health will spring forth speedily. America is drowning. They are suffocating in materialism. I'm there. I, I know. I, I, it nearly killed me to live in a travel trailer. 
for eight months. I only did it for eight months, and it nearly killed me. I was, I couldn't believe how, how terrible not having a home made me feel. My God, am I so shallow that I feel ungrounded to live in a nice tra- travel trailer? It was it was 30 foot long. It was brand new. It was a lot better than the little people that live in Mexico in cardboard boxes. But my flesh hated it. Hated being in that tiny bathroom with my husband. It was terrible. <laughs> the first Sunday that we were together in that trailer evangelizing. And uh, I'd not been with him on Sunday morning in years because he was always gone by six. Uh, pastor, you know, and I was in that little bitty bathroom trying to, you know, move and kind of comb my hair. And he got in behind me looking in the mirror. And I was like, okay, this is not going to work. You're going to have to get out of the trailer completely in order for me to be able to go to church. I learned a lot in that eight months, but I'm glad to be back in a house. So I'm not, I'm not trying to preach to you to sell your house and go get a tent, okay? That's not it. You can have nice things and still live a sacrificial life. So this is how your health will spring forth speedily. And you will be like a watered garden whose river will never run dry. The enemy and your flesh want you to sit, sit, sit. When things go bump and make you jump, God's getting your attention to show you something new. New, this is new, the kind of fast new. that's going and to get let up the off oppressed pew, go free. Pew, pew. He has something for you to do, do, do. And it is his, his light wants to shine through me, you, I'm say, you, Here I am. you, you. Not just in a if few, but to a whole Isaiah slew, slew, Do not be distracted by the boo, 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 because God is near and he doesn't want you to have fear. He wants you to shine, to beam, to gleam and glow, glitter and twinkle and scatter the foe. And finally, a brand new acronym. Sparkle high in neighborhoods everywhere. That better? If the brother will come to help me sing this song, I want 
to start out, I want to end up singing this song, This Little Light of Mine, okay? And um, I only have a few of these. And so if you want to take something home with you today, you feel like God has spoken to you, and you are determined to quit staring out the window, and you're determined to try to activate Isaiah 58 in your life because you are desperate to see the kingdom of God come to earth and have its way. Now, I know there's only 10, so if, if, you know, if you can come up here and pretend that there's more, you're welcome to act like since we're in imagination mode, okay? All right. Mm, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Well, now this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Well, 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 this little, uh, come on, sing it now. I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Oh. Come on, sing it now, all around the neighborhood. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Okay, one more thing. If somebody can turn off the lights in here, if you have a cell phone and you have a flashlight on it, would you get it out right now? Get your cell phone flashlight out. Let's hold them up. I'm going to tell you something. You don't have to have too much light in a dark room to help people out. Yesterday, I went to the Walmart deli, which can be a great experience or it can be a terrible experience. It just depends on whether or not I remember how thin I need my meat cut. But yesterday, I went to the deli and immediately the, the little man that was behind there, something about him grabbed my heart. He, he had a, some terrible uh, in a, in, uh, problems in his physical body, and he looked very stressed. And I said, he, he was late getting over to me because, you know, if they're ever putting chicken in the fryer, it takes a while for them to get to you to cut your meat. And so he was doing that, and I was kind of thinking, oh, hurry, hurry, hurry. But then my spirit was saying, oh, settle down, settle down, settle down. So while he was finishing putting things in the fryer, I began to whisper a prayer. Oh, God, touch his body, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, in your name. And boy, I tell you, isn't it amazing how that starts changing the atmosphere? All of a sudden, I became less impatient. All of a sudden, I got a view of something different than myself. I began to think about that man, and I stopped thinking about my honey-roasted turkey, and I forgot that I was hungry, and I forgot that I hurried and needed to get home. I got into such a spirit of prayer while he was putting chicken in the fryer. And then, by the time he got to me, I had a huge smile on my face. He never 
never knew I'd gone through all that torture while he's putting that chicken, you know, and he never knew. And I looked at him and I said, how are you today, sir? It was just a short, oh, fine. What can I help you with? And I said, I'd like some honey roasted turkey, Sarah Lee, please. Thinly shaved, thinly. He said, okay. And uh, so I was sitting there thinking, okay, do I shove Acts 238 down his throat? Do I, <laughs> do I ask him if he wants to be baptized? <laughs> no, that wasn't what I needed to do, apparently. I said, sir, what time did your day start today? The Spirit will give you what to say. He said, five. I said, oh, wow, you got up early. Yeah. I said, man, I really wonder if you had to have coffee this morning before you got started. He said, oh, yeah. And the word coffee did something to him. And he lit up. He said, oh, yeah, I have to have coffee. And from that moment on, it was like we had a free flow of communication for about a minute. And uh, by the time I left, I said, sir, you know what? I hope you have a much better day than you ever thought it was going to be. And the biggest smile came over his face. And he had a few growths on him. And, and, and he said, ma'am, you too. And I walked away from there just speaking in tongues inside myself because it doesn't take much to light a dark world. It can be just a statement. It can just be a smile. So hold that up today. And I'm going to tell you something. If we ever learn how to shine our light, those hurting, those captive, they are going to gravitate to that light. Can you see them coming? Can you see them gravitating to that light? And here's where I come in. You don't have to wait on Walmart. You don't have to wait on while we're trying to not get in each other's way shopping in the back. Right now, get out of that comfort zone and let your light shine. Reach over to somebody close to you that you know has got something going on. Or, hey, you don't know they've got something going on because they look like they've got it together. Go ahead. Let your light shine. In Jesus' name, do it. I can stand here a long time because I've already been through enough. I'm a veteran in this thing. I know God is able to move. I know God can work a miracle. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen the blind start seeing. I've seen the crippled man with an ankle turned sideways start walking. I've been there. I'm a witness. Come on now. 
it shine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Oh, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Oh, yes, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let's raise our hands one more time and thank God for what he has done in each and every heart today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a beautiful move of the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful for that. Sister Adams, that was wonderful. I could understand it. And I'm, thank I'm thankful for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love messages like that that we will never forget. We'll remember not to sit, sit, sit. And not to fear. Amen. More than the cat in the hat is here. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus is with us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I see a different look on a lot of faces um, than when we first came in here. God is working. He works even when we don't see it. He's working. Amen. This is not the end. This is the beginning of the year for us ladies God is doing good things this year we have some exciting events coming up events and offerings coming up February 10th is our have a heart $5 per lady that is our Valentine's offering if your church doesn't do that and your ladies leader, leader is not here today maybe you want to encourage them and remind them about the have a heart offering also, April 12th and 13th, everybody say ladies' conference. <laughs> if you have never been, you're cheating yourself. It's a beautiful time of encouragement just for us ladies. Um, May 12th, Mother's Memorial Offering Date. And Sister McCall, did we say the, our goal for this year? 18,000 is our goal for this year. For section five, if we all do what she said to do, put, put the laundry room change jar, uh, jar um, some of the things that are on this list that you picked up, you can do it. Jesus' name. September 21st is our next section five ladies' meeting. Um, it's going to be a celebration. We are going to celebrate what God has done through you, and I believe we can exceed the 18,000 goal for Section 5. So we will come and celebrate that and 
I'm looking forward to seeing all you diamond givers. And we will celebrate you because you make it possible. If we all pull together, we can help in those ministries that we saw the little video at the beginning of the service. I can't go and run a boys ranch by myself, but I can give my little part. God hasn't called me to the mission field, but I can help relieve some pastor's wife's misery of having to wash on a rock in the river or whatever. We can buy them a washing machine. We each do our part. And um, that's what the kingdom of God is, working together in unity. It's not this is mine and that is yours. We're all working together. It's the kingdom of God. And ladies, I love you. What a beautiful thing God has done today in each and every one of you. I look forward to seeing you next at Ladies Conference. You may be dismissed in Jesus' name. God bless you till we meet again.